0: How is the Las Vegas Raiders roster shaping up in year two under Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels? It's Raiders' Day, and we're breaking them down from every angle today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Lockdown Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Lockdown Dolphins, and we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Lockdown NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And of course, a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers, you know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs tumbler Nice Tumblr. Ice Tumblr. With every
1: order. Kyle, what's up, dude? Happy National Bird Dogs Tumblr Day. Yeah. To you here on this Friday, June 16, 2023. Shout out to our everydayers who follow us either on YouTube, or wherever you listen, to your favorite podcast, Joe, uh, almost two thousand subscribers on the YouTube channel too. Oh, let's go! Thank you, everybody. Very exciting stuff. It's a nice little climb here. We're we're
0: new to the uh, the YouTube.
1: Well, obviously, we did a rebrand and new YouTube channel that yeah. started in March, and we've had some very avid fan bases that have hit this series and cool. Hearing fans from other fan bases who were enjoying the series as a totality, which was kind of our hope. Yes. In doing this was not, not just, Oh, we're going to pander to Raiders fans on a Friday. It's, Oh, everybody's going to learn and understand the Raiders and it's going to help them appreciate the dynamics of the Raiders, but then also the dynamics of their own team as well.
0: So it is. Raiders. Raiders. It is. You got it. You got it. Well, that'll happen at least two or three more times. Um. So it's, it's your day here. We've we've done we've done the work here. We spent uh, the last 24 hours or so studying this football team, watching the tape um, and evaluating the roster and grading every player and putting them in buckets. The buckets being roster, cornerstone, quality starter, rookie, adequate starter, replacement level, quality depth, non roster caliber, incomplete evaluation or a practice squad developmental player. And so we're going to get this conversation about the Raiders, started with the offensive side of the football. Um, No Derek Carr, no Darren Waller. Year two, Josh McDaniels. Kyle, when you consider this Raiders offense, what's that number one thought in your mind?
1: Can can we agree that it was a little corny to just dump this on Derek Carr? I thought the Raiders – did Derek Carr play the best football of his career last year? No. Was Derek Carr the problem with the Las Vegas Raiders offense last year?
0: No, I didn't, I didn't know that he was, is he the big fall guy here? Is, I mean, that's,
1: they did, well, yeah, they benched him before the end of the season and they made it all about, well, familiarity with the system, right? Oh, with the, the right, Patriot right. That's, way. That, right. That's why they go out, they get Jimmy Garoppolo and Brian Hoyer in the quarterback room, guys that just know how to run Josh McDaniels' system. So. I think that was the frustrating thing with Las Vegas because they clearly had some talent. They moved on from from Darren Waller, and Darren Waller wasn't the best version of himself last year either. But you have Devontae Adams. Josh Jacobs is one of the best. He was a rushing king last year. One of the best. We gave him a roster cornerstone grade. How many running backs have we given that to thus far? Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, Christian McCaffrey. Now, we're not done all the teams, but at the very least, He's in a pretty exclusive club right now as far as running backs go. Arizona's not going to have one. Baltimore's not going to have one. Uh, the Rams aren't going to have one. The Vikings aren't going to have one. Saints, maybe. Giants will. Do you think so?
0: Yes. We'll, we'll save that for another day. Maybe that'll be a debate we'll have. But D- The Titans will have one. Will they? Yes.
1: Well, Yes.
0: They saw that team get the number one seat
1: without that guy. No off at all in the running game, right? <laughs> we've yeah, had too many I've had, I've had, you, we've, <laughs> we've done this too I many did. times. Uh, but the, the, case point, they have two cornerstone players in the skill group alone. Now, I, I think the rest of the offense, the offensive line last year, you really fell into Jerrine Illuminor being an awesome ad to you up front. Dylan Parham, there's some reason for optimism. We both really like him coming out of Memphis, he's a third okay. round pick. Yeah. started last year, right? You expect he's going to be a better player. Um, I don't know. I just – what's the ceiling with Jimmy? Is it is this literally just going to be, well, we're going to be better because I can have a bigger menu of plays at my disposal? I don't know that that's necessarily going to be the case, but that's what Josh McDaniels feels like he's banking on in my mind.
0: Well, Josh McDaniels would tell you that the Patriot way works. Jermaine Lumineur with all that experience with New England, he comes in, he plays good football. You know, I don't know. Um, and it, it is it is interesting to think about this the, the kind of shift here with this this offense. And last year, you're thinking about Derek Carr with Devontae Adams, with Darren Waller, with Hunter Renfro, with yeah. Josh Jacobs, and you were always concerned about the offensive line. But you thought, well, you know, maybe. Um, Maybe they would have something here and then it really didn't materialize. And we're kind of wondering about things now. And Devontae Adams and, you know, what his happiness level is there. Even Hunter Renfro to an extent, they trade away Darren Waller. This this shifted quick, man, really quick. Um, and obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo, now the quarterback. And I think one of the dynamics with Jimmy that is interesting to me is, you know, his blow up happened in San Francisco, right? With Kyle Shanahan, a, a system that has, Um, Allowed a lot of quarterbacks to step in and and play good football. And, you know, notwithstanding the injury concerns, you know, this is a very different style of offense. And I know that Jimmy G has time on task with Josh McDaniels, but where he really took that step was in that Shanahan system. And now he's in a very different type of look with new players around him. Uh, Very curious to see how he. Uh, assimilates to this, to this offense. And, and if he does prove to be their answer, they made a very modest commitment. I know that there's, you know, some,
1: yeah, they can move on this year if, after this year, if they want to
0: it's not a big commitment. So like, is this a get by year for this offense? Like what it's interesting to consider. I, I think there's a lot of question marks well, about the, the comp- how complete the talent here is for and, them to,
1: to really compete. And we might not even see Jimmy, right? Right, the whole f- the physical thing, and the what, I mean, what are we
0: doing? If that are we Cam Newton on speed dial? Like, what do you Tom do? Brady? Oh God, Tom Brady's not stepping into this, is he? Tom Brady,
1: I think Tom would be insane to play behind this or play behind this offensive line with this group. Now, yes, you could go back to being the run the ball four hundred times iteration of New England football, but and I, I get it, right? You think like you Tom knows the McDaniel system better than anybody in the face of the planet? But I think you'd have to be nuts. To sign yourself up for for this year, especially when you, how many points you can have to score in the AFC West to consistently win, win football games with the defense that you have? Yeah, uh, some positive things with this
0: unit. Colt Miller, really nice left tackle. Like had a good yeah, bounce back year last year. Yeah, too. yeah, he played really well. Devontae Adams, fifteen hundred yards last year, right? I mean, all things considered, uh, one of his more productive seasons in the in, in his career. And then, like, Josh Jacobs was an absolute dude. I remember watching the Raiders, and I, as a dynasty owner of Josh Jacobs, let me tell you, thank you very much for the fo- the championship that you delivered to me. Um, but Josh Jacobs – No one cares about your fans. No, well, I do. And, no one and, cares and, about your fans. And this is my opportunity to share my thoughts, so I wanted to get that out there. Uh, Josh Jacobs, last year, it was, like, the closest thing that I can be reminded of, like, early 2000s, bell cow running back like just like that's what we're doing Williams we're running the rock Uh, we're gonna create offense we're gonna feed him and this dude just ate all year long like what a fun player to watch last year and I I know there's a lot of complications on the path forward and contracts and what would you uh, do I I would not pay him a long-term extension there's I I have a zero policy when it comes to zero talents yeah I just I don't do it I there's History tells you that it's a very, very poor idea. Um, so I'm going to enjoy what I can. I think that they've handled it correctly, franchise tag, and then kind of like
1: move on. Uh, but, man, he was an absolute joy last year. Um, not to sleep on the additions of Michael Mayer and Jacoby Myers to this offense, too. I think those are really good additions. Now, how quickly Mayer assimilates, I like the fact that you have Austin Hooper in place so that he doesn't have to be your guy right away. Uh, but Myers, uh, very solid producing. I, I do think he is a marginal upgrade over Matt Collins. Matt Collins obviously got a lot of run last year as the wide receiver too. Uh, but if you're going to let him walk to bring in Jacoby Myers, I think probably the million-dollar question is, what's well, a several-million-dollar question, is Myers enough of an upgrade over what Matt Collins was to justify the contract of Myers versus what the contract for Matt Collins would be? Mm. It's an interesting way to look at it you know it's a, it's a, and mac Matt, mac's a really fun player and he's a late bloomer as an nfl receiver but he felt like he kind of clicked in this offense a little bit yeah so not not that the second perimeter receiver with josh jacobs and Devontae adams is gonna get a ton of run regardless but you at least feel comfortable with the pieces that they've added and and what that sets you up for uh, on the offensive side of the football
0: uh, last little thought here on the Raiders offense came a long way from Josh Jacobs getting carries in the second half of the Hall of Fame game uh, to right. to having oh, Samir just, White starting back. Right. Right. Is he going to make uh, team? Go Is he late. a trade candidate? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah I think that worked out just fine. Yeah. All right, folks, we're going to talk about the Raiders on defense here in just a moment. But first, we need to tell you about Bird Dogs. I absolutely love this brand. I love their shorts. I love their joggers. They make you look good. Bird Dogs has this stretch khaki material on their shorts that's designed to fit slimmer through your thighs and give that leg a truly sculpted look. They fit so much better than a regular pair of shorts that are made of that stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs, they completely fixed the issue. They invented cloud knit fabric That looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. It's great. You can wear them with like a polo and go out on a date uh, with your significant other. And uh, it's going to look like you have khakis on, but you don't. And they're super, super comfortable. They also use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So you're out there on the golf course. You know, that's uh, that's what you want to go to the bird dogs to wear. So go to bird dot com slash locked on NFL. Enter promo code locked on NFL for a free Yeti style Tumblr with your order. Here it is. It's awesome. I use it like all the time. Kyle's really happy because I use nice this Tumblr set of my bills one all the time. So well, I you need-
1: saw me in the intro. I don't have mine with me. And I said no free advertising anymore. Yeah, so I, it's, that it's, we're only giving bird dogs love here with beverages here on Locked on NFL Scouting.
0: So check them out. That's birddogs.com slash lockdown NFL for a free Yeti style tumbler, And if you get yourself some bird dogs, you won't want to take them off. We promise you.
1: All right, Joseph. Let's go over to the defense side of the ball. And the question I have for you is this. Raiders fans, cover your ears. What are we doing? Max Crosby. What else? I don't know. This is a rebuild and a half. In my eyes. You look at the interior defensive line. You look at the entirety of the linebackers. You look at safeties not named Travon Morig. You look at the cornerback situation outside of Nate Hobbs. This is, it's a fascinating group. But I think this, the floor is very, very low. And it's just be, just being honest with, with what we have on tape to look at. In the AFC West. In the AFC West.
0: Mahomes, Herbert, Sean, Sean Payton. 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 It's going to be tough sledding here for this defense. Could put a lot of stress potentially on the offense. But, I mean, what gets you excited about the unit is Max Crosby, man. This is one of the blue-chip players in the league. Uh, I have... I feel like I've been pounding the table for him as like a guy that deserves more consideration in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation the last couple of years. I mean, he's unbelievable. He plays hard inside, outside moves, variety of hand technique. Uh, really, just knows how to set up his rush. Unbelievable effort, dude. Like, I, I mean, I, I think he's one of the best ten or fifteen players in the entire NFL.
1: Yeah, if he if he was on your NFL 100 ballot, he's he's probably in the top fifteen. Stud. Are we doing that by the way? We we're this
0: <laughs> this has set the foundation for so much that we're gonna be doing, including quarterback rankings and you know, I, we would definitely gotta do our own top one hundred. Man, we sat there and watched all these teams for the last friggin' two months. We gotta right. we gotta
1: we gotta do it, man. Okay, I'm just I'm putting you on the spot because we we've kind of said we need to start talking about the next chapter of programming for locked on NFL Scouting. And we haven't done that yet. So we're I'm getting a firm verbal commitment in front of thousands of our friends, that that is indeed something that we're going to do.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Done. Done. Lock it in.
0: So, yeah, I mean, Max Crosby, he's a dude. And then, of course, Chandler Jones, um, you know, we know what he's capable. I don't think he's had his most productive seasons of late, but I think well, he's not the same player he was, um, but. Flashes, right? And you still get Tyree Wilson is a really exciting young, young prospect that they picked in the top 10. So, like, you got – you had a pretty loaded situation here on the edge. Uh, and then, you know, I have
1: a ton of questions about the rest of this. Okay. Um, what group has the most upside? Is it corner? I,
0: I guess we've, ag-
1: we've acknowledged the edge group exists. It's the bright spot on the defensive side of the ball.
0: Let's talk more about the edge group. Max Crab. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Outside of the edge group, what position room has the highest ceiling on this roster?
0: I guess it's safety. I think you at least look at that and say Marcus Epps is, showed us last year in Philly that he's a baseline starter. And Trayvon Merrick, his rookie season was really, really good. I know that he took a bit of a step back last year, but I, I, I'm i comfortable with who we scouted at TCU, what he's shown at flashes. It was hard to play. You know what I mean? Like... Defense, it's about being one of a one one eleventh, and, mm-hmm. and like when there's instability around you, it, it's hard to play your best football. Uh, I think that there's there's a lot to like about that potential pairing at safety, and then you know, the nice player in Chris Smith who was really good at Georgia. We'll see what he can mean as a depth player. A couple of good special teamers and Jaquan Johnson and Roderick Teamer, but I think Merrick and Epps is a is a serviceable uh, duo with a lot of
1: upside there in Merrick. I think the corner room's interesting. I don't love the cornerback room, but you acknowledge Nate Hobbs, who I think is the other bright spot on this defense and um, flashed early out of Indiana. Right. Mm -hmm. I I think that that was kind of the bright revelation from the 2021 season, his rookie season. And then he missed, I think it was five or six games last season. He ended up missing, but he played 90% of the snaps when he was dressed on game day for Las Vegas last year. So where do you ultimately want to settle in with him? Do you want him to be uh inside corner? Do you want him to be an outside corner? You kind of have David Long Jr is this other similar athletic profile could play nickel, could play outside. You've got a Meek Robertson who we need to figure out, Duke Shelley like there's a lot of players who I think have some appeal but none of them have fulfilled their highest of potentials. And, and I think the makeup of that is, is where you kind of raise your eyebrow and say, okay, well, like that competition, surely somebody's going to rise to the top. I think we will get to the end of the year this year with the cornerback room, and we'll have a more favorable grade for at least one or two of these guys uh, because they're, they're going to have to have fought for playing time. Where right now we have a lot of quality depth players and Nate Hobbs is an incomplete evaluation as a second year player who was better in 2021 than 2022, but he missed some time. So you acknowledge that. And, and that's our our big player to come to consensus to here when, when we come to the third and final segment. But um I think the corner room has some appeal. I have no idea what to do with the linebacker room. Before we get to the linebacker room, can I I,
0: I think there's a there's a sleeper here in this corner room that Man, he caught my eye. Is it Sam Webb? No, it's not Sam Webb. Is it Brandon? Fakeson? You know who it is. I've already talked about this guy, Duke Shelley. I'm telling you his name. God, no, but Ja-Cory I'm saying,
1: Bennett. I got to shout Four, three, him out, Ja-Cory man. Bennett. All right, go ahead.
0: I, I, because we've we've watched so much football here over the last couple of months, um, and i I guess I've found myself watching Minnesota like a fair amount, and I just really like him. Like I, I feel like. If there's a player that's going to kind of come out of nowhere on this unit, it might be Duke Shelley. Um so we'll keep a little eye on him, man. He's he's got a little dog to him. I know he's a little small, but I just like the way seen he Seen the x-rays? Yeah, seen seen the x-rays and and he's got that dog in him confirmed. Looks like he does. We'll see how big that dog is here this year, but man, I I think he's the he could be a nice little player for them. But yeah, dude, linebacker. Let's uh let's get into that. Spillane uh, diablo
1: Spain, Spillane diablo two second year players and darian butler and luke masterston and rookie amari burn day three pick
0: i don't know man
1: how are you covering the middle of the field how are you like travis kelsey how are you covering travis kelsey yeah i don't not like that's a big deal how are, how are you covering Gr- greg Dulcich?
0: It's going to be tough, man. I mean, maybe you could look at the divine Diablo and say, well, safety, convert. safety <laughs> <Virginia>
1: Tech. <laughs> so maybe he can help you there. How are you stopping the run?
0: That's the dude. Now that's now that's a question with Jerry Tillery and Bilal Nichols. And I don't know, like you need Byron Young to like be a thing quick.
1: Well, um, So you went out and you got John Jenkins as the veteran nose tackle and you have Neil Farrell as a, another big body type, but like You've got nothing to show for Neil Farrell right now. And and John Jenkins was a replacement level backup nose tackle in Miami. Tillery's on how many teams now? Can't play. Adam Butler's a nice rotational pass rush third down sub guy. Off injury as well. Off injury. Former Patriot. Big surprise. But like... I don't know. You, 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 Max Crosby, this is the best case I think you can make for Max Crosby having the resume for Defensive Player of the Year. It is absolutely outrageous how much rides on Max Crosby in this defensive front.
0: Imagine if they had some players next to him that right. could command some attention. <laughs> right. Right. All right. We obviously have a lot of questions about the Raiders on defense, but Max Crosby is awesome. A couple of young DBs that are interesting, but, you know, this is a unit that is going to be stressed in a lot of ways. And, you know, you worry about the domino effect that will have on the Raiders on offense. So we got to come to consensus here in just a moment, obviously, and uh, tie a ribbon on this conversation regarding the Raiders. The Raiders! Locked on
1: NFL Scouting Podcast. Okay, Joe. We have to come to consensus on a grand total of one player. Hmm. We've already said his name, okay? It is, one, Nate Hobbs. Nate Hobbs. Hobbs. Um, I had him down in a favorable bucket, and you put him down in an incomplete evaluation. Mm Mm-hmm. How married to you are wait and see with Nate Hobbs? Because I'm willing to hear you out on that.
0: Yeah, I think with Nate Hobbs, I recognize what he showed us as a rookie in, in early in 2022. And, you know, coming back, I, I don't know that he played his best football, and I think it was hard for anybody to play their best football late. But the way that I look at Nate Hobbs is the reason I'm I'm pushing for the incomplete evaluation here is I just don't know if he's going to be a yellow adequate starter, or if he's going to be a blue quality starter, okay. and so it's not not that I'm doubting wanting to, not. yeah, doubting him or putting him in quality depth or anything like that. It's just like, okay, how good is he here? I don't know that I have that answer, and I want to get some more clarity on that uh, with a little bit bigger sample size.
1: And we'll see where he ultimately ends up settling in. I think there's a lot of ways that cornerback room can shake out. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. I think at least he'll be on the field based off his stat percentage last year. I don't think there's anybody in there that would take that away from him, but what percentage is inside, what percentage is outside? We'll see. Uh, one
0: other note here on the Raiders uh, that you can't see on the screen is this team's kicker and punter, Daniel Carlson, AJ Cole, that's as good of a kicker punter combo as you're going to find in the National Football League. Big fan.
1: Um. Uh, when we did the distribution, and we ha- we have the Raiders down for three roster cornerstones. Devontae Adams, Max Crosby, and Josh Jacobs. When I sat there and looked at that number and I said, is there any way I could find another one? The name probably next closest was Daniel Carlson.
0: Stud. Like over 90% his last three he, seasons. He's a monster. Yo, Minnesota messed that up, didn't they? Like, they yes, moved dude. on quick, man. Like, what?
1: He has an absolute rocket ship for a leg, too. Yeah, he's a stud. And A.J. Cole's a stud, too. So, Raiders, definitely, you know, Patriot way. Winning in the margins. Winning on special teams. They've got the specialists to make sure that they do that. No problem. Uh, looking at this group, Joe, in its totality, we mentioned the three cornerstones Would like to acknowledge the quality starters and the adequate starters as well. Uh, Just kind of read through that list. Colton Miller, Chandler Chandler Jones getting uh, quality starter tags. Hunter Renfro, Jimmy Garoppolo, Andre James, Jermaine Illuminor, Austin Hooper, Jacoby Myers on offense getting adequate level starter grades. Uh, Nate Hobbs is to be determined between those two buckets of adequate or quality starter. Trevon Moreg. Uh, right now slotted as an adequate starter I think there's potential for that to grow and go higher Marcus Epps uh, on the defensive side of the ball also getting a quality starter tag so those are kind of your if your threshold is I've got a sufficient level player here or higher those are the players and how they graded out with the Raiders
0: well I think you know as they enter year two here with Ziegler and McDaniels you look at last year as a all right, let's ramp it up. Let's see if we can go out and compete and get, get something done here, you know, coming off of a team that was fairly successful the year before. And you know we talked about some of the talent that existed. All right, we learned something. It didn't come together. Now we have a bit of a reset, right? And so I think you have to kind of temper your expectations a little bit for this football team. It's going to be an uphill climb. They have question marks. But I think this is a transition year for, for a football team that's entering year two of a, of a new regime.
1: Question for you. Yes. Did the Raiders get better? No. Are the Raiders significantly worse? I don't I don't know that they're significantly worse either. But No,
0: yeah, I don't I think that's fair, but I don't know that I look at this and say this is a better football team. I, I don't think you can get to that conclusion.
1: Yeah. You know how many interceptions the Raiders defense had last year? I don't. You want know to fancy a guess? Five. Six. Very good. Very good. Uh, So that was good for 31st in the league last year. I think that's the thing that's that's most alarming is I don't know where you're better defensively, and we were 28th in total yards, 26th in total points, dead last in total turnovers. They had 13 turnovers last year as a team. They were 31st in interceptions. They were 28th in net yards per attempt. They were 23rd in yards per attempt in, in rushing offense. So that for me is I think kind of the, the black cloud that hangs over uh, Las Vegas right now. The good news is you you have one of the best players in the league, but Patrick Graham, the defensive coordinator there is, is really going to have to work some magic, especially in that division with what they have at their disposal this year, or else this is the real year one last year was the evaluation year, like you said, but this year is the real year one or we evaluate the young guys and then we build from there. And that's, that's fine from a rebuild from a team building prospect. What bucket would you put the Raiders in?
0: Team in transition.
1: They are a fringe rebuild team in transition in my mind.
0: Yeah.
1: So there you go. That is the Las Vegas Raiders. We hope you guys enjoyed this foray into the Las Vegas Raiders, their football team, for this upcoming season. Next week, it's on the ticker. The shows for next week, Jets on Monday, Vikings on Tuesday, Ravens on Wednesday. So two purple teams back-to-back. Then you have the Giants on Thursday and the Los Angeles Rams on Friday. We're looking forward to bringing it to you, so hit subscribe. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Kyle Krabs. He is Joe Marino. We are locked on NFL scouting with the draft dudes and we are out of here. Peace.